Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Illumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. And thanks for coming on this journey with us. So today's episode is quite possibly going to be the funnest one we've done so far. I think so. I we, think so. We are doing a what if on different deck build, just random deck mashups. Yes, we are. Quick preview, like if you had to build a deck from cards from one movie or heroes versus villains. wonder what I'm going to pick. I wonder what I'm going to pick on that. <laughs> so that's going to be the main topic, but also on this one, as a little bit of a quick aside, we came up with a cool structure for the episode. We've kind of been toying with it for a little bit and trying to make like a, you know, a very consistent structure with a few opening topics to just kind of make it fresh and fun and, and unique every time we talk. So it's not just like right into the heavy stuff every yep. time. And this is a test too. So we're working out the kinks. So if this doesn't work immediately, please we'll shift on other stuff. And yeah. please let us know because getting into that first um, kind of subject is we want to do questions from listeners or comments that we get from listeners and so on that subject um, I've usually said this at the end of the episodes but to I want to do it to kick it off this time so everybody can hear it we have a you know a bunch of different channels you can reach us at and so we have a YouTube channel at Illumineers Quest we have a Twitter or X account at Lorcana Pod uh, we have a Gmail account where you can you know email us in uh, at Lorcana Pod at gmail.com as well um, and then obviously all of the different channels to listen to the, the podcasts like Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, Overcast, or any of the above. So if you have questions or comments or you want to submit something to be featured in a future episode, um, please reach out and let us know and we'll you know sift through those and, and try to find some good and engaging ones that we can have people you know on the episode. We enjoy those a lot. We've been getting quite a few emails, so we enjoy it quite Shockingly, a bit. Shockingly, for as as short a time as we've been doing this, I think we've got five or six notes from people, which is just fantastic to see. Um, and so, yeah, the first one we want to recognize is from Spencer, and his question is, have you ever considered having guests on the show? Okay. Wow. You have not told me this question no, yet. I, so this I, is my I, first sorry, reaction. Just... This is my first reaction. I, I have not considered. I mean, maybe like a fantasy world I have, but... And he obviously kind of went straight for the the cream of the crop, like saying we should have you know an artist from the 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 set on or somebody from Ravensburger. I mean, of course, if any of you are listening, <laughs> please email us. We will have you on in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would. Um, but also, I think you know maybe some either players we meet locally or somebody from the community that we you know connect with, like. Sure, you know, I mean, I think eventually we'd like to grow to have some of those, yeah. you know, high-level, high-awesome guests, but, yeah. Some I mean, great fellow uh, content creators in the community that would be great to collab with, I Yeah, think. absolutely, and, you know, but in the meantime, obviously, you know, any like that, like content creators or any other good collaborations would make total sense, too, so um, hope that answers the question. I think that's a pretty straightforward one. Obviously, we would love to, you know, even, you know, get to interview any of those people. It would be awesome to try to pick their brain and maybe even throw in a couple, you know, leading questions on what's coming and try to get them to slip up a little bit. But, maybe, maybe that'd be, that'd be fun. But anyways, yeah. So that kind of covers the question of the day. Uh, the second one that we are adding to the, the episode list would be the card of the week. Okay. And so I've, we've debated, I'm going to go first for this episode. And so the card I chose for this one is one of my favorite cards, but there's a reason behind that I wanted to choose it for this episode, and it's the legendary Elsa, so Elsa Spirit of Winter. Okay. Um, the reason I chose this one is is because, one, 
I at first, when we first started playing, thought it was incredibly overhyped. I didn't mm-hmm. understand it, but as our knowledge of the game has grown, I think you and I both kind of understand the the hype now and understand yep. really how to play it. So uh, I had a Pixelborn game um, a while back that I was playing, and I was able to use Elsa to stall out my opponent at 19 lore and win the game. That was I watched that game. So, it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It was really fun. <laughs> it, it's very cool to win a game in a manner like that. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, and then obviously Elsa is one of the more popular Disney characters. So it's kind of cool to talk about that one. Um, but yeah, just in general, I think the the ability um, that she has, Deep Freeze, which is when you play this character, you can exert up to two chosen characters, and then they can't ready at the start of next turn. And so if you have an opponent that is very close to winning like that and has a couple characters on the board, she gives you life and to be able to keep going to either challenge them and banish them or use an ability to clear the board or to just stall them out and you quest and finish the game off. It's just a really cool ability and you know, being an eight cost card at the beginning, we definitely undervalued those late game roles like that. For so. sure few combinations of reasons you know a little misunderstood by us in the beginning yes have a cool win with it recently um unfortunately don't have enough of them to build in a real deck yet but that's definitely i've, I've on got the list three now well. so i'm working Ooh. on it i'm working on it you told me you pulled another one that's right so you were lucky it. to find a couple packs on wide release day and got another one my so. brother gave me one as a birthday gift oh so i'm i'm one more and I'll be good to go. Man, playset of Elsa would be fantastic. Yes, it would be. Yes, it would be. Okay, that's a pretty simple one too. So card of the week, Elsa, Spirit of Winter. There you go. All right, is it my turn now? We get to move on. No, so one card, next. we switch off. Okay, so, next so I'm learning too. Yours. Yeah, so come. We, we just <laughs> talked about that. We just talked about that. You get yours next week. Nice try. Um, Stay no, tuned. You can kick off the, the next section which is the news slash like what's on our mind you know from the the past week of playing do we have any cool games um do you want to talk about the league matches we played unfortunately neither of us were able to play league last week because we both had other obligations and we weren't able to get there but yeah just like kind of what happened the past week in our you know interaction with the game and is there anything fun or cool and yeah talk about that so you can kick us off on on this one Okay, so do you want me to talk about the little fun it. little bit we Go got this it. week? Yeah. All right, so if you're in deep in the Lorcana community, you've probably already heard about this, but there was a few little confirmations that we've gotten about Chapter 2 already. A leak and a confirmation. A leak and then a confirmation on top of it. Yes, which is Official kinda, confirmation. Which I think is probably how you should handle it most times. I think I they like handled they, it really well. Yeah, it's I think like, that I like how they did it like that. So anyways, take it away. Um... So we've gotten a few bits of news. So basically, um, I think I forget what website it was. Um, basically, but they just got they listed some stuff for pre- like pre-order. I think early. Yep. Um, on their website. I think it was a German place. So I it don't... was like a German website. Yep. Um, where which is where Robinsberger is. Um, I believe. Yep. Um, so it was we got confirmation of Sisu, which is a character from Raya and the Last Dragon. Yep. Raya? Raya? I forget how to say it. Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon? That's how I say it, at least. If we're wrong, send us a note and comment and let us know. Um, so Sisu, I believe, is going to be a deck box and sleeves, I think? 
Sounds right. Um, and then Mulan, another Mulan, a new Mulan is going to be a deck box and sleeve. Um, and then Winnie the Pooh, the actual Winnie the Pooh himself, yep, um, is going to be a character as well. So not just Tigger anymore, the the actual Winnie the and Pooh. I th- correct me if I'm wrong. I think okay. Sisu and Raya were both confirmed to be cards too okay raya was in there too i mean i would assume but... i think i thought so okay so, so that's um, i mean that's obviously exciting and we have some confirmation that some new characters that are coming into the game so and this is a little bit of information too um if it and it is true that raya and the last dragon characters are coming that's going to be the newest disney movie represented in lorcana which is exciting and um, i'm a huge raya fan so we, I, we've kind of started to think it through our like chapter two preview a little bit and once yep. it gets closer and she was top of my list so that's that's it's great it's i'm very excited that she's coming the lat the newest the former newest movie was moana which i'm glad that she was included um but no getting getting some new movies so that opens it up even more for how many other characters can can come in too so yeah very exciting news yeah so you know we're just into chapter one release and we're already getting chapter two news I love it. I'm loving it. Hopefully, by the end of the month, we'll get some some more confirmation on uh, some other stuff. But we definitely have different points of view when it comes to spoilers. Just in general, though, don't I th- we? We are very different in that regard. So, I know what you're gonna say is that I love every spoiler possible. Is that what you're gonna say? Just spoilers in general, like maybe not everything, but you you definitely welcome spoilers way more than I do. In the past year. I have changed my mindset on that completely. Okay, so maybe we're on the same page. We're on the same page. Okay, so Um, we don't like spoilers anymore. So are you going to then, last question on this then, are you going to try to avoid the card spoilers, or are you going to embrace them and use that as learning before the new chapter comes out? I am going to avoid any, like lore or story spoilers because like I they've heard I've heard some rumors about like them presenting the story and stuff like that in in special yeah. ways come coming up um so i, I don't want to i want to learn that as as they reveal it themselves robinsberger um but like the cards and characters coming i i will i, I will hunt those down I think. okay i think i will be okay with them because it'll be hard to avoid if yeah. I could choose, I would prefer to see the whole set released at the same time. That's you want me. the whole set at the same... Okay. I would, or whatever they release. Maybe they don't tell you the full set ahead of time. Maybe they give you you know, the 10 like big cards from the set or whatever. We got, we got sprinklings, basically, for yeah. Chapter 1. I don't. I, I think if that's... I, and again, in an ideal situation, I don't think it'll happen like that. I think we probably have to deal with the sprinklings. So it's fine. I'm just telling you how I would like it if that's possible. But I digress. So, okay... My news slash thoughts of the week, unfortunately, are not quite as happy. Um, I know everybody's been impacted by it, and so I just wanted to kind of address the whole scalper slash reseller situation. Mm-hmm. We have one running rampant in our community, and it's unfortunate that you know people can be as heartless as to take the joy out of you know these scenarios from people. Um, and so all I would say is just. Just don't buy from scalpers. I mean, I know it's hard. I there's like we just talked about Elsa. Like I don't have a playset yet. I really mm-hmm. want one. I only need two, and so it wouldn't like cost me a thousand dollars to complete a deck with her. But I just I don't want that to become the norm where everybody has to buy from scalpers. And so if we can just band together 
not buy from scalpers. I think it'll make everybody's day a little better. And this is some news that goes into that a little bit, but they've already announced a reprint. Um, Which hopefully helps, but it doesn't seem to have slowed things down just yet. No. Um, and, and it is very unfortunate. Um, I come from the sports card community, um, and for a while this was this was a, a big norm that we just had to kind of get over. Um, now... Even in sports cards, the the price hike up was not as much as it is in more I think that's a little different though too, because I don't have a problem with people selling singles as near as much as I do like selling sealed product. Like if you want to open it and you want to take the risk yourself of finding a legendary or finding an enchanted, like I guess that's one yes, thing. That's... Like that, I mean, I still don't like it because I would like the product to go into people's hands that are going to play the game. But if your job is to go to Target, buy the entire set with zero intent of actually ever playing the game and is to just turn a profit on sealed product, I really have a problem with that. Um, yeah, and it, it, it really is unfortunate. Um, I, since release, have been able to only get seven packs, single packs. Um, wide release. Wide release. from from And those were each. I got two from a Walmart out of a booster box uh, display. That That's all that was left. And then... Um, seven like cardboard packs, single packs that were just so. not a lot to go around because they keep swooping them up. And unfortunately, we you know have other things going on in our lives and aren't able to just drive around to every store every day yep. to try to find stuff. So it is unfortunate. Don't want to dwell on it too much. Just again, as a community, if we can all band together and do a good job, not you know addressing the scalpers, and I think in the long run it'll all make us better off. I know it's hard to do. I know the people listening to this probably are in the same boat we are, and so mm-hmm. it's probably not the right people to be saying that to. But nonetheless, that's what's been on my mind this week. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Are you ready? This is, Let's get into the positive this now. This <laughs> is the fun part. This is the fun part. Okay, what if? So some of these aren't really like a versus, you know, like this deck versus this deck. Some of them are. But this will just be cool um, to go through and, and do. So first one, right off the bat, we'll jump into it. If you had to build a deck from one movie, which movie would you choose? I'm going to go... Are we going to have the same one? I don't know. I, I have an idea, but I don't have a full thought-out answer yet, to be honest. Okay. Game time decision. I'm going to go with Frozen. Okay. Um, I think that... There's a few ones that can that compete with it, but um, from what I've seen, the amount of just good cards overall it has that movie. Quite a few actions. Quite Ob- a few actions. Obviously, El- the big Elsa. High lore cards um, in in Hans and stuff Finn, like that. Anna. Kristoff. Kristoff. I mean Hans. Um, yeah, they're all Duke there. of Wesselton is a is a sleeper one. Uh, Marshmallow. There's a ton. Of there's a t- ton. There's a lot, and I think that's what that's why I picked it is because they're so so much of it let it go freeze i mean a couple again actions so that will def um and i I mean obviously the 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 big the big one of that deck is the legendary elsa that's definitely the the head of it um and there's on an elsa synergy too that you can build off with the movie um deck basically so i i think that is definitely the one i would i would go with okay that was not one of the ones i was debating between so this will this will be fun then okay because we can compete here a little bit so the two that I was debating between, and I have a decision, but I'm just going to say them both, was Rapunzel and Aladdin. Okay. Okay. So you probably know which way I'm going. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> I am going to go Aladdin. A bunch of genies 
A bunch of genies. A bunch of Aladdins. A few Jasmines. A few Jasmines. Um, a, a few action cards. I don't think any real action really sticks out to me. So I uh, like I build a super card. I mean, card whole new and... world. Okay, I, I see. I I mean, I love a whole new world. That is one of my favorites. But honestly, I was thinking of like the ruby ones, with like he's got a sword and the okay. scimitar okay. And, and things like that. So those I, those are just like okay ones. You've got Jafar as well. Jafar. I didn't even think about Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> See, because I'm, I'm on the hero side. You're on the villain side. So, I, I okay, so we'll just... Spoilers for the next one. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. Which one do you think wins? Um, Well, I, I in my opinion, I, I did think through all of them, and I picked the one I, I thought would win. Is, okay. So, <laughs> I, I think Frozen wins. Which is why, I mean, obviously, again, like you said, that's why you picked that side. I think Aladdin wins because, one, I have a good early game. You know, I, if I can get Aladdin out quick, he makes you lose a couple lore. The the Aladdin Street Rat. If I have all of the Aladdins, you know, there's there's an Aladdin. That's true. There's Aladdin from Emerald. There's Aladdin from Steel. Steel there's an Aladdin from Ruby. Mm-hmm. You cannot take out all of those Aladdins and keep me from shifting mm-hmm. heroic outlaw. That's very true. Really early on. That's very true. So before, I mean, you can shift your Elsa onto you know one of the that the would baby be Elsas. that would be it. You could so you could shift your Aladdin at five, at f- and you can do it at six. At six. So I do have that like quick little one up. And the problem I think that you would have with Aladdin is if I do get a heroic outlaw, no, there's no abilities that we have that are going to like get rid of those things fast. So you I mean, know, there's I, no dragon I have, fire. I have smash. I have smash though. But he does more. But uh, that would take you two. You'd have to smash him twice to kill him once, or you'd have to attack him your character that you're attacking with probably dies and then you smash him so you're using just a ton of abilities there i would but i would i mean i also have like the the tiny elsa that would also exert cards i feel like there's a few ways to get around it okay the one i'll give you the the one i wasn't going to say this but in all fairness the blue sapphire let it go song which is put chosen character into the player's inkwell face down and exerted that might be that's like Come kind on. of a dragon what's, fire. What's the cost of that? It's costs five. Okay. So it's basically a dragon fire with the caveat that it goes into my inkwell. And so the one thing I could say then is if you do let it go on an Aladdin heroic outlaw, then I've got seven ink in my inkwell. I had five, I shifted him. Now I've got seven because he's shifted and both of them go in the inkwell. And so then I have a pretty big elixir lead. Or elixir, sorry, ink lead. Yep. Um I don't know. I think it would be close. It would be fun to like actually do at some point. I, I, I think, think four be, of every card. Yeah, but I'm. I think that would be fun to actually do at some point. We'll pour we back cards. on that. I think we will for sure. Okay. Anything else you'd like to? I, I don't. I don't have a winner in that one. I think, like you said, we I need think to play it I out, think it could be a draw. Um, I think there's a few other like fun movies that you could bring in. Rapunzel. Uh, Lion King would be a fun one. Yeah. Um, I think a sleeper one would be um, Peter Pan. Because you got Hook, Tinkerbell, Smee, Peter Pan, obviously. Um, there's a a card that's like one of um, Captain Hook's like crew. Um, so there's a lot of cards to work with there. I think that would be really fun. Obviously, you have like Giant Tink and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, we're just such big Disney fans that I think we could come up with fun scenarios could, for most movies come where there's a bunch. characters. Yep. But yeah, I, I think that you know at some point that's just a good way to kind of have fun with you know, your community or your buddies that you're playing with and keep it fresh and 
see what happens. I could, could see be that cool. becoming a series on this podcast at some point in time. Yeah, just have a play out a couple of random games like that and see what see what works. It'd be fun. It'd be a good time. Okay. <laughs> Heroes versus villains. We might not get past this because we're both gonna be super super into this one. So. Jake's obviously taking the villain side. I have mm-hmm. no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I'll take heroes. So, you started last time. I'll start real quick. Aladdin, Elsa. Do I need to say more? The two cards we were just talking about, I get both of those. I also get Mickey, Brave Little Taylor. Sorry. I digress. Dragonfire, Mother Gothel, Maleficent. Um, I mean, do I need to say more than that? Um, I guess Be Prepared is probably a villain card, too. Yep, Be Prepared. I mean, it's Scar, right? It's like, uh, I've, I mean... I've got, I've got some Hans for lore. Uh, I've got... I, I mean, I don't know, dude. Captain Hook? I I've think, got some Captain Hook in there? I think I make... You know, honestly, I think the best way to address it would be my favorite... One of my favorite current decks, the Lilo Simba Aggro. That's and true. just have to get out real... I mean, I know that's like on the opposite side, but just get out real fast and go real quick. You've also got Flynn Rider in that aggro deck. You've got um, a couple other Emerald cards that I play. you got Stitch in the game, you know, with uh, Stitch Rockstar to draw cards uh, to help you out there from that aspect. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I, I don't really know because there's so many variables that you can't account for building like a really cohesive deck, but... Now I will say this: I do I do think Hero is better right now. Um, oh, ter- okay. In terms of what the cards are, I'm always going to be a villain guy no matter what. Um, but I I do think as of right now, Heroes is better. Um, hopefully they build that upon that, and because there is some like villain synergies that use the villain archetype, um, you know that they're on the cards yes. themselves. Yes. So hopefully they build that out in, in future chapters. Um, there are a couple abilities that even say, like, Banished Chosen Villain. Yes, there is. So that's that's an interesting one. The uh, the Sword of Truth on Ruby says Banished Chosen Villain character. So that's a that's a wild one. Um, so there, there there's possibilities, I think, for a good villain deck. Um, oh, definitely. Not that... I, I, think it, I think it's pretty close. I don't think it's far see, I, one-sided. See, I, I think it's pretty one-sided. Oh, okay. So, but so I mean, let's let's think through it then. If you're saying it's one sided, w- is it one sided because of the aggro deck I, I mentioned, or is it one sided from some other reason? I just think that, um, well, especially hero. I think heroes have a lot more cards than villains. Um, I think that's just. But I mean, even the facilities alone, like we're this is crazy. We're we're arguing opposite sides. <laughs> Anyways, like the facilities, the friends on the other side. I mean, that's extremely powerful to have all them. So, the Jafars and Amethyst. Do villains have a lot of lower cost, though? That's the problem. But if you have all the card draw in the world to keep you going and get you and get you going, then I, I think... I mean, you have... You have Ursula. At Amethyst three. is pretty is pretty um, villain heavy. You have you have Ursula at three lore. You have the the cheap one cost Maleficent building her time to- or biding her time Again, with, that, at two lore. This you is why have, I like Amethyst. Yeah, Floatsome Jetsome. <laughs> yep. So yep. both at two lore. The the big um, shifted facilier agent yep. provocateur. He's got three lore. So you can definitely build a lore deck to quest. It's not that you won't be able to quest. I think it's just, again, you have to build a very specific strategy 
And I would probably build it around Facilier. That's just me. I, I would build it around Gothel. You know, we've talked about that one too. I think Gothel is... I think there are so many cards in play that can just bypass, you know, either like the the Let It Go we just talked about. Just put a card in the inkwell. Just get rid of Gothel. She's gone. So... I don't. I don't believe there's any bodyguard in in villains either, which would, which would not is not good. Um. No. I mean, that's you. You definitely need. Uh, you know, if you if you are building it around one specific character, then you right. You definitely need a bodyguard. Um. And so having something like that would work. And unfortunately, the only bodyguards, as you mentioned, are in amber and steel. And they're and all. So you would have to. They're all good guys. I would assume, right? Guys. And so. Yeah, you don't you don't have that option. But even with a bodyguard, you know that's there. I'm saying the Gothel deck that I was playing to experiment with had a had a bodyguard in it. But there are so many cards like Let It Go, like I said, or the Hades in Sapphire that you know banishes cards to your inkwell instantly as well. That just bypass the need to challenge Dragonfire. Be prepared. I mean, I've named four right there, and so it's just really easy to get around you being set on using one card as your win condition. You have to have, you know, a couple that keep you in the game if they get rid of your main. All those cards you said were villain cards though. Just saying. I know, that's my Just point. saying. We're arguing opposites here. I'm still I'm still a hero guy. I still think at a super aggro deck with Lilo, Simba, Flynn Rider, you know, a couple of the other Ember or uh, Emerald ones would be really, you know, powerful. Shark Cat, Mad Hatter. Yeah, I mean again you've got, you know, and then, you know, since we're breaking ink barriers here, you've got, again, Aladdin Street Rat to keep your lore low mm-hmm. as I build up. So I, I, I think, I, I mean, obviously I'm choosing heroes, and I think I win. I just think it's a no, lot closer you than you initially said. I think I think, I think think heroes win pretty easily. Um, Let's go, heroes! But we're, the villains, like in every sequel, we come back. So <laughs> don't, don't okay. worry about it. So are we, are, is, are, do you mean by that we're going to revisit this in Chapter 2? Absolutely. And see who would win when the Chapter 2 set releases? Absolutely we're going to revisit this because we're, we're going to come back stronger than ever. Okay. Any other comments then on Heroes versus Villains? We're giving, we're giving the W to Heroes. We are. Let's I'm, go. Okay. I'm good down, deal. I'm, I'm down for W for okay. Heroes. So we'll move on to the next one. We have a animals slash creatures versus people. So your Abu's, I don't know why my head goes to Abu. <laughs> Abu, you've got your yep. Abu's, you've got your Sebastians. I think I would throw in like Mickey and Goofy and and, and Donald into that as well because yep. they're you know they're, technically animals. They're technically. Animals. I mean they're you know little people esque, but you, know, you can throw that in there versus people. So which which side do you want on this one? I'm gonna pick animals versus creatures, which is probably where you were going. Of course, because I think animals versus creatures dominates. But your two favorite cards, Kuroka Outlaw and Elsa. I know, there's still people, but there's just so many. There's Simba and, and uh, Robin Hood and, I mean... I, I, Gantu. <laughs> okay, you're out. Um, I mean, like with all the bodyguards, like Donald Duck and the Musketeers and, and Goofy and... Uh, I mean, I, I just... You know, I mean, I, I think we could go back to some of the stuff we talked about previously. You have Facilier, you have Aladdin. Be prepared. You have, you know, be prepared. Which, no, but be prepared is a, a, an animal, so that would be on your side. You have oh, you're, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just, 
you know, like, I just don't think there's enough synergies between the people. I think on the, you have enough cards where you can really build out on the animal slash creature side. You know, I'm just kind of scrolling through the list here on the side of all the cards, and I would say three out of four are a creature slash animal. Like yeah. I'm just yep. looking at Amber right here. Timon, Stitch, Stitch. There's also Stitch. others that don't fit into the people versus creature animal category. There's some items, there's some objects, there's yeah, things like that you, too. We can um, kind of share those. So all I'm trying to say is I think the number of, like just strictly the raw number. card count. Absolutely. Animal creatures versus people. I think creatures and animals wins handedly. Mm -hmm. And so I think you just have the flexibility. No, I have, I have a lot more choices. A better deck. A lot more choices. Um, and that's fine. What would them. your top? What would you, okay? So what would your top strategy be then? Do you have? I mean, I know we're kind of just flying by. So probably Ruby, probably Ruby. I've got I've got Maleficent. I've got Brave Little Taylor. Um, that I can that I can work with there. You've got all your evasives. All my favorite evasives. Um, and then maybe Amethyst isn't the best bet. Um, probably. I'd probably bear. They're mainly people. They're I mean, mainly you, people. You do have you, you do obviously have Rafiki, Pascal, Floatsum, Jetsum. So I think you could probably get close to what you're used to, but I think the majority of Amethyst comes from Facilier, Elsa, yep. Jafar, Absolutely. Maleficent. So I, th I think you're right. I think Amethyst is stronger people-wise. I think I'd do like maybe like a Ruby uh, Emerald, probably. So I could get like a Cheshire Cat in there. Um, I like that. You've also got Beast and Genie. Yep. Um, I think those would be pretty big ones. You know, you could do... I, I, I think, you know, depending on, again, how we like define the, um, the breakup of the items that might not be, you know, directly related to a person or a villain or a person or a creature, you, you know, can have a couple of those too. So... I mean, I, th I think that's pretty right up your wheelhouse, so that, that makes sense. I think that's what I'd go for. So if I had to choose, I don't know. I think I'd definitely go Amethyst. I think you have to for the card draw. You've got enough people. Like I said, Maleficent can get you out fast. The other Maleficent can you know draw cards for you. You have the three Faciliers to draw cards, slash sing, slash use friends on the other side. I think I've... I think that I would build the main part of my deck around that and use the rest of the cards to support that. Um, maybe a Sapphire. I don't know. You know, do some inking with that and the card draw synergies you've got there. I don't know. I, I think it probably build maybe a Sapphire Amethyst. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just again, this is kind of off the off the top. Maybe Steel. You know, Steel's got a bunch of like items that aren't that aren't creatures. You know, you could do grab good, your swords. Yes, yeah. fire the cannons. Yep. Maybe maybe I'm I'm changing up already. I'm going amethyst steel. I'm, okay. us, I'm okay. using steel to deal a bunch of damage early. I'm using amethyst to draw a bunch of cards to get all the faciliers out. And then once I have all my faciliers out, I just use those to keep myself in the game. You know, because the the big facilier, the 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 shifted version of him, the agent provocateur that the we talked board. about. Yeah, and which is you know his ability is whenever one of your other characters is banished in a challenge, you may return him to your hand. So I think what I'd do is just try to get him out as fast as I possibly can and then use the rest of my cards um, to challenge, you know, just keep challenging and just keep challenging and use that churn to keep you off the board because I get to return those cards to my hand so I keep a full hand at that point. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, I think, where my head's at. Um, but I'm not sold that I would win yet. I mean, I think we're going to have to make up 
a bunch of follow-up episodes on this. Oh, we're gonna have to. Well, like you said, we're gonna have to play some of these sometimes. We're and... gonna we're gonna have to accumulate a bit more cards, I think, to do this. But um, or here's a better idea for you. Let's just do a YouTube video. Okay. Of uh, like we can just like show the table and like play through the games, and they can watch along with us and see how it goes. We do have some extra content on our YouTube channel, so yeah. it's worth checking out. I think we've got um, some unboxings and stuff. Um, and that's also visual versions of some of our tier lists that you can yeah. go and check out. So, no, I like it. We'll use that as yeah. a, a format so that, for that. That could be fun. Okay, so I'm going to give you this one. I think Thank Animals, you. Creatures wins. I think it's a lot closer than I initially thought, though. I think, I think it I is. I think the facilier strategy keeps me in it. I don't. I think it takes me too long to get there, though, to be able to do it. That That's why I'd probably work in Sapphire, then. Yeah. I'd probably do Sapphire Amethyst. That's um, fair. But I mean, you've got you've got your Elsas and your Faciliers. I mean, I think I think you've got a lot to work with. I think as well. Um, yeah, that's true. It, it, it's possible, and maybe one day we'll get to do it. And we'll try it out. it out at some point. Okay, I think this might be my favorite one. Okay, your eyes lit up when I told you before we started. Bear with us. A full deck of just one card. Okay. What one card do you choose, and why do you think that one wins? Do you have one? Because I don't have one yet. I think I have an idea, and you, I'll I'll kind of talk through the premise and like my thoughts on this as you, you as you think through it. The problem is, is it has to be a low cost card because if I choose like Lilo, for instance, who quests for two, and you choose, I don't know, you know, a, I, a six or eight cost. Something, I hope you wouldn't pick Lilo because she's uninkable. That's a good point. Okay, <laughs> let's take a, a, a one-cost card, two-cost card. So we'll say Flynn Rider then. We'll say Flynn Rider, two-cost card. He has a little bit of an ability with him too. Um, I was just using that as an example. was not going to pick Lilo. I, okay, feel, I feel really dumb now. No, I was, I, I'm no, sorry. I'm, no, it's hilarious. I'm glad you said that because that's a really funny mistake on my part. All I was trying, the point I'm trying to make is, is if I pick a really low-cost card that quests for, you know, two... Um, like I said, like maybe a Flynn Rider who also um, makes you discard a card so your hand could get a little bit lower if you, you know, decide to start challenging him. If you take a six or eight cost card, you know, whether it be Elsa or Aladdin, Heroic Outlaw, or something really big to like hammer it home, I think I've probably got five or six cards on the board and I'm questing for like ten by the time you even can play a card. And so even if you do have Heroic Outlaw, you can only play him once. You know, kill one, I lose two lower, and I still win on the and next like, turn. With, so with a hero outlaw, you're not able to shift either. No, because that's so. all it is. And so all of that premise to say, I think it probably has to be under three cost. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like if it's over three, it can't win. I think that's just like the area of if you're not questing or playing within that first, you know, two or three turns. I I think it would be extremely hard to win. So. Do you have your pick? Because I have, I have mine. It's funny you mentioned it. Okay, go. Who's what's your pick? It's funny you mentioned Flynn Rider because that was my <laughs> pick from the get go. Okay. Um, okay. I think that it. I might have picked it even if it didn't have an ability, and on top of it being a two cost two lore, it has an ability. So a really helpful one if, uh, at at that too. So I think, I just think that um, if you, if that's all you have in your deck. That I think that just wins, to be honest. Um, especially if you're able to 
when they're attacking the only card in your deck, you gain stuff from that. You gain, um, and it discard your opponent has to discard a card, correct? Yeah. Um, I think I think that's just really helpful. I so, I'm still torn. My initial reaction is Simba, the the amber version where he's a cub, um, with the the two strength, three willpower, the the protective cub. Okay. Um, and I say that because he's got three willpower, which is above the norm for a two or three cost card, and or a one or two cost card. And so, like, if we're going up against Flynn Rider, you know, if it's Simba versus Flynn, Simba can challenge Flynn and live every time. So you play a Flynn, I play it, a Simba, you challenge, or we challenge, I live, you don't. The problem is... I would have to discard every time, and after two or three times, I'm kind of in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, I think my actual answer, and I'm, it's not really fair because you gave me yours first, and so I'm. No, tail- that's fine. So that's I'm fine. tailoring it to what you said is uh, Maleficent Sorceress, who is the one that gives you the ability to draw a card. Mm. So you play her, you draw a card, so you get another one. And then you challenge, she lives because she's got two willpower, two strength. Flynn's only got one strength, two willpower. Yep. So again, so even though I'm discarding one every time, I'm drawing one every time. So I think, but even if it's not Flynn, I know I only quest for one, but me drawing a card every time allows me to ink and play every time. Now, Flynn also costs one less ink, though. Yes. So, so that you, is another you, you advantage. You do get out a little... Yes, you do get out faster for sure. I, I play three cards for six lore. You play two. Yes, but the difference is is I could take out all three of those and... Or take out two of those and then the next turn take out another one. And so I think I would be behind most of the game, but I think eventually I win based on you not being able to challenge evenly with me. This is a really easy one. We should definitely do this at some point in the near future to see how it plays out. I'm going to have to get a lot more flints. <laughs> but I don't even think we need 60. I think all we need is like... 40? 10. Oh, okay. Because okay. no, because instead of instead of like discarding it and putting it in a discard pile, you just put it at the bottom of your deck. Oh, yeah, Because you, know, you just keep cycling them. Because it's the same card, so you just keep cycling it. So, I mean, and we might even have enough to do that. But I think that's a really interesting theory on like understanding the interactions of these cards and these types of scenarios too. And so it'd be cool to see how this works for like broader gameplay too. No, I'm down for this. This would be a good time. And that wraps it up. So that was a fun one. A whole new episode style. We we kind of you know changed up the format a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think we want to see how this goes you know going forward and continue along with this. But um, yeah, this was this was definitely a fun one for sure. I enjoyed it a lot. A lot. Okay. Well, as always, everyone, thank you for listening, and we appreciate the support, and please reach out with any questions, and if you have a one-cost card you think that would make a great deck, or have any good suggestions for future What If episodes, please let us know. All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm going to have to edit it now, but that's fine, because it's the end.